It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Welcome to Mind Your Business. I am Jamila Lodge, your host, and you are Jels Belfretch. Correct, yes. Yes, and you are the owner of Accountancy Tamer. That's right. So we're going to talk a little bit about accounting and the importance of it for people who are starting businesses or who own businesses or managing businesses. Yes. But before we do that, I'd like to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name's Jels Belfridge. Um, I have a Bermudian mother. Okay. And when I was 20, they were concerned in England that I wasn't um, working at proper jobs. So they tackled my uncle, who owns a construction company, who bought me out here. Okay. And it took about four years to realize that I wasn't cut off, cut out for the construction site. <laughs> and I was supposed to be, my destiny was chasing my boss with a piece of wood so he could write down on the wood who wrote on who worked on particular jobs okay, and uh, what materials he used so I could provide costing sheets. I see. At the same time, I was taking a computer course at Bermuda College, which I hated, mm -hmm. and I went up there one night uh, to my delight to discover an accounting course where I was getting full marks for everything. Okay. So I found my destiny. I see that. I mean, for you, um, it's, you had a natural affinity for it then, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And I um, went and got the Canadian qualification. Okay. Um, did most of it at Bermuda College. And um, that was 27 years ago. Oh, wow. So when you you found your calling in accountancy, right. so did you start your business right away? Or what was the transition to starting accountancy, Tamer? No, I found a wonderful job at the Bank of Butterfield. Okay. Which was incredibly stressful. But I was a lonely bachelor, and I worked many hours to get everything out. Mm -hmm. And uh, that lasted until 2009 when they decided to uh, cut back and sell part of the bank to um, new owners. Okay. So that led me to another bank, which closed down one day mm -hmm. with 107 people made redundant. Oh, Lord. So I ended up at Bermuda College teaching accounting courses, okay. working in the business office, and getting a degree in education. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I figured I needed the degree in education to uh, train people. Right, right. Because um, it's a little so, different, right? Yeah. When you're doing your own yeah. thing versus yeah. having to educate people on how to do the thing, it right. is a little bit different. Yes. Okay. So I ended up in a BDC entrepreneurship course. Um, this was after Bermuda College. Yeah. And I was some reason I thought I should be driving a taxi and I well I, we I all knew go where through that right right you're like so hmm. I knew where everything was yeah on the island yeah but I kept hitting cones so um Giles. I, I literally I literally sat in the BDC entrepreneurship course one evening yeah um texting to a lady offering her tuition and she accepted while I was doing the BEDC course. Okay. So Accountancy Tamer was born in July 2019. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And the services have increased, the clients have increased, mm -hmm. uh, my confidence has increased. Well, good. Yeah. So, so because you've had so much experience working for other people and now you are essentially, yeah. you're owning your own business and you're yes. running your own business, what has the difference between the two been like? What has been the biggest difference for you? Um, the people I'm dealing with were mostly 
viewed me as a hero. Okay. Um, Now? No, no. Okay. Well, now and when I started, because Accountancy Tamer was based on me taming the accountancy profession for the client. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you about that name, because I think Lion Tamer, right, when I hear that name. Yeah, well, Accountancy is the lion. I gotcha. And many Bermudian students get turned off the idea of qualifying as an accountant, but it's mm-hmm. not that difficult. You, mm-hmm. need to, you need to just commit yourself mm-hmm. or come and see me and throw me topics every Sunday afternoon. I'll, I'll explain them and you can practice them and then go and take your exams. Right. Okay. Yeah. Or the QuickBooks training if you feel you're never going to grasp QuickBooks. Mm-hmm. Um, some people just choose not to use QuickBooks because they don't like it. Right. But most people could grasp it. So tell me about the services that Accountancy Tamer provides. Like, what are your primary offerings? This is the one I'm worried about forgetting. Um, (laughs) It's largely based on the client. Um, Okay. One lady is, um, thinks she can do her accounts perfectly, but she just forgets to do certain things each month. Yeah. So I come along and I do something called a reconciliation where I tie in her um, her work to the bank statements to QuickBooks, mm-hmm. uh, post any remaining e- entries, and then she sets up accounts on QuickBooks and does them wrong, so I can't run reports until I fix the accounts. Right. And apparently she's doing it accidentally. So that's good. <laughs> Find out. Uh, so that's one service, finishing things off. Yeah. Um, for people who have been around for many years and are technical enough to produce bank statements in Excel format, um, I can upload them to QuickBooks very quickly mm-hmm. and in one afternoon get their, all their accounts up to date. Right. There are people who put their private transactions in with their of public transactions. Of course they do. <laughs> of course they do. But That's you, part of it, right? But the people are ashamed of themselves. Two, two people refuse to talk to me, but they've admitted that they've mixed all this stuff in. And I yeah. said, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Most of us do it. I think, I it think there's a level of embarrassment a little bit um, that I found, you know, when you're, you're speaking to people because they feel like, okay, if I own this business, I should know this, but how accountancy came easy for you. Like it's, it's easy for you to understand and make sense to you. Whereas someone else, let's say someone who's in construction it's easy for them to build the thing, right. As opposed to understanding the numbers. So everybody I believe has their strengths. And I think that's the important thing is to try and communicate that to the client. It's not, don't worry, trust me, everybody is there with you. You know, it's not um, necessarily easy for everyone to understand. Right. That's why. You have a accountancy tamer. And, other, and I tell yeah. these embarrassed people, don't be embarrassed. Yeah. I can't build the construction equipment. I exactly. Don't, I don't go out selling shoes to people. And you can expect me to, to just weed out all your private transactions and we'll take them away. Exactly. And then I think once once they understand best practice, then maybe yeah. it becomes easier for you. They understand, okay, we need to keep it separate. Right. So... It, in a scenario like that, is the situation because they have one account, one operating account, and that's how they get commingled? I what? think it just happened when they started the business, they didn't bother to open a new bank account. Right. But when you've got banks that charge you for an idle account with nothing going on, you know, I don't blame them really in some aspects. Right, so right. So they're just going to have to pick their own favorite bank that they get on best with and mm-hmm. have two accounts instead of one. Right. So and, that yeah. what that's my next question. What would, would you advise someone? So they're operating on this one account. What is your advice to them when they've started their business going forward to make your life easier and their life easier? Yeah, and not only that, but it's their privacy. 
You know, mm. I don't need to know what they're doing with their money for right. in private. Personally, yeah. They're leaving a trail that they're paying themselves mm -hmm. into their private accounts. So good old Office of the Tax Commissioner's mm -hmm. got an audit trail if they choose to come along and look at it. So definitely split your accounts up, mm -hmm. but definitely give them the media split up if you're if you're busy creating something wonderful. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, you provide support with right. reconciliation, bookkeeping. What else do you do? Now, do you still do the education piece? Where yeah, you, the education you piece is, is QuickBooks. Okay. Um, people who want to see how to operate it, and I can give them an hour's training mm -hmm. on all the basic stuff. Okay. Or I can give them about four hours training on just about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then see if they like it, because um, I don't recommend spreadsheets. So you've really only got QuickBooks left to do your accounting. Right. Because you just literally pull out the reports that you want for the dates that you want. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if everything's posted correctly, it's, it's all there. So what is the alternative to QuickBooks and spreadsheets? Is there other software that can be utilized? That yeah, people... Zero. Okay, what's Zero, that? Zero's out of Australia. Okay. Um, the most fantastic thing about Zero is they will give you depreciation schedule for all your assets on one schedule. Mm -hmm. And probably the most fantastic thing about QuickBooks is the fact that it's difficult to break. So I, have, I have seen people <laughs> That's break important. it. That is important because you know we will break it if it's possible. Yeah. It will be broken. It, it can be broken. So yeah. you're saying QuickBooks is more resilient? I think QuickBooks of... is more resilient and it's, it's more user-friendly. Okay. But Zero can be done as well okay yeah. so if someone was interested do they just what zero.com or zero.com for zero okay um intuit.com slash bermuda for quick quick books. books okay um excel spreadsheets watch out formulas can get mixed up mm -hmm. things can get corrupted it's probably not a good idea right <laughs> but, but the best people seem to be the marketing gurus of the people who take two take to accounting oh yeah because i was watching with interest yeah and yeah the marketing people can can do it pretty easily yeah. or hire accountancy tamer or other accountant firms to help you with it yes exactly. um so yeah. those were the, i i um you do the reconciliations you do the education yes is there anything else that uh you specialize in well doing accounts from beginning to end mm -hmm. um this poor distraught person um, who just started her business, had no idea how she was doing, and she gave me the CSV yeah. bank statement files. I uploaded them, and I think it was about two days. We had a one year of figures. Mm -hmm. So she knew what she owned and what she owed, which is the balance sheet, and she knew how she was doing with her profits. Okay. Um, and now we just carry on. Okay. Every month she gives me the updated figures, and I put them in as well. Okay. Yeah. So talk, talk to me a little bit about that, because I think that is sometimes a challenge for business owners when they start up. They just yes. get started, and they just keep going. So yes. they, yeah. they don't really take the time to put in proper processes right. to be able to take um, stock of how well they're doing, you know? Yeah. And sometimes, in some instances, they're not actually doing as well as they think. They see the sales, yeah. but maybe they're not paying attention to the expenses and the cost of right. making those sales. So how do you, what is your recommendation for people who are starting up? What should they do first? They, got, they need rudimentary theory mm -hmm. about everything. I've got one guy trained up to do his accounts receivable. So every time you render the service, you put in an invoice, send it to the client, and then yeah. I come along and say, right, has this client paid? Right. Um, same with the payables, because the payables run away as well. If you owe money to somebody and you forget to pay them. Yes. 
a small place like Bermuda, I, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Yes. So we put everything in um, like that. Um, the concepts of cash flow is right behind the income statement cash flow. They're talking about their profits. But you need the cash to pay the bills and mm -hmm. you need to collect the cash from the Can you talk a little bit about the difference between the cash flow and maybe the income statement? Yeah, the cash flow involves the cash. Yes. So how much cash does the client have? Um, here am I at the beginning of the month. I've got practically nothing mm -hmm. except money to have lunch. So I'm eagerly awaiting my, <laughs> eagerly awaiting people pay me for my services. Services, rendered. that's right. And then I go out and get my health insurance and stuff. And it's exactly the same if you're running a business, but you've got more stuff that you have to do. Right. And the payroll tax creeps up on you. And they write nasty letters um, saying you didn't pay, yeah. even, even when you did pay. Yeah. Um, so it's very important to keep an eye that you've got enough to cash to pay the immediate obligations. But you can talk to the people you owe money to and say, I, you know, I'll have it in two weeks' time. And mm -hmm. they like to be told that. Mm -hmm. And the money, people that owe you money, just keep an eye on them that they're, they're going to pay. And if they're having difficulties... I say, you know, give them, give them some leeway. Right, right. It's not very nice when you have difficulties, but if they're genuinely avoiding you for months on end, then you just have to go down to the magistrate's court and do a small, small claim. Right, right. Yeah. To make sure you get your money. And then suddenly the client starts talking to you when you've done the small claim. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, nobody wants to get in trouble, but right. I think, like you said, if, if, um, someone owes money or is having trouble paying, then sometimes they're like, okay, if I close my eyes and I think about it, it'll go away. We all know that that's not the yeah, case. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it takes that little nudge to be like, hey, I provided this service, you owe me this money, so now you have to yeah. pay. Um, and even if you are willing to put up together a payment plan, I think right. that's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But you can't just close your eyes and act you like it doesn't exist. It go away. Yeah. 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 So... From my uh, standpoint and from the conversations I've had with people who start businesses, they're usually experts at whatever it is that they're yes, doing, yes, right? Exactly. Yeah. You started Accountancy Tamer because you're an expert at understanding yeah. the numbers, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so the accounting part becomes scary yeah. or um, something that they dislike, mm. So when it comes to you and working with your clients in a scenario like that, and then the other thing is with startup businesses, they're managing all of their dollars, right? right so right. a lot of times they're like, well, I just can't afford to have this service. Right. So in your opinion, is it a worthwhile investment to get someone like yourself early? Yeah. Definitely. So you're like when you're talking about cash flow, that item that's listed in terms of what you have to pay out every month. Right. Your what is your recommendation? Should they start early, or is there a time frame that they can wait before they have to put someone on, on the books? No, start as soon as you've done your first transaction. Okay. So if it's your business and you've gone out and bought, I don't know, fifteen crates. Yeah. That's going to be the first thing that goes in the accounts. It should go in straight away. It gives you time to understand as much or as little of accounting as you want mm -hmm. and the bit you don't want to be bothered with you assign to the accountant but if there's clear understanding all around you know we've got time to do explain things right right yeah. so you're saying from from the from the start from immediately yeah 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 and and i would imagine that that can save heartache and yeah. long hours in the long run and that this business about expensive accountants yeah yeah, any poor accountant in the city of Hamilton is going to be paying rent. Right. Uh, my wife doesn't charge me rent. 
Um, I, 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 live, I live at home. I live downstairs in a quiet study. Yeah. I, I can swear. I can play live music depending on my mood. Yeah. I get on with the job at 20 to 5 on a Saturday morning before anybody's up um, if I feel so inclined. Yeah. So I'm a better deal because I'm, I don't have to pay the rent. Right. So I guess what you're saying is there are ways, you know, when you think of the larger firms and things like that to provide services, of course, they have the overhead, they have staff, they have all of this. And you're saying, um, accounting tamer is primarily you yeah and your wife is allowing you to live at home with free so well we're married so i hope so yeah she allows me to buy her lunch and pay the electricity bill as well <laughs> that's your contribution well a few things yes. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay i mean i i would definitely agree with you i know you know over the years my 15th year anniversary is coming up at BDC. Can you believe that? That's I'm a like, long time. it's yeah. a long time. I'm like, I've been 2008. Here long. Well, that's about the first time I met you. Was about I think about so. That. I think so. So um, I, I'm, I'm saying that to say that I've seen a lot of businesses come right. and go. And right. one of the, the things that I can say quite frequently, a lot of the times, it's been the accounting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. and when they should tackle that. And I agree with you. It should be from the start. Because if you have an understanding about what your costs right. are, of doing business are, then yeah. at the very least, you know what your break-even yeah. is. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about break-even and what that yeah, actually break, means? Break-even is um, at what point do you earn zero income mm-hmm. on your revenue? And that zero income can be based on a dollar figure or the number of units. So in a manufacturing company, you know, you probably want to know the number of units. And um, anybody else is probably the, how many dollar sales do you need to cover your fixed assets? Right. Yeah. Right. So you're not making any money yet. It's just what you have to make to cover your cost of doing the business, basically. You know what I mean? And so... We are striving for a profit, right. which means yeah. you've covered your costs and now you still have money left yeah. in your bank, basically. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. that's what we want to do is work towards making yes. a profit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey, right. if you don't mind. Right. Um, so like you said, you've been doing accounting and managing accounting for years, but you started your business in 2019. Right. right. So what has what was one of the biggest challenges for you when you decided to to start Accountancy Tamer? There were quite a few big challenges. Um, I thought people would come rushing to my door. Yes, if they, you build it, they will come. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, then I go on to all the uh, social media, LinkedIn, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, website. Then you get the people who sit on the fence and then they finally get off the fence and then they come in and say, yeah, we want to do your services. Mm-hmm. And then for some inexplicable reason, they disappear. Mm-hmm. So some... they, ne- so they say yes, but they never actually, nothing ever happens. Nothing happens. Yeah. And this, this happens quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just fake and that's just the way it's meant to be yeah. because the, when the other people come and some people want to come, but they don't tell me that. So I actually went, to talk to somebody that I knew from Ignite, and then suddenly out of the blue, she says, yes, I want to use your services. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, if I hadn't asked you, then 
may not have happened. <laughs> That's a whole different thing, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a whole different thing because when you're working with someone, you know, or when you're working for someone, I should say, you know specifically what your job is, what you have yeah. to do. You go yeah. in at nine, you make time, you do what you're supposed to do, and then you leave at five. Whereas when you're running your own business, right. you have to go get the business. So yes. you you can't wait, right? You have yeah. to go out and get. So how is that? Like I, <laughs> I imagine I, can, I that, can do it, but I'm inconsistent. I'm quite a jovial person I've got mm. a sense of humor I'll spend days when I just sit and do nothing and then watch out I'll be knocking at your door <laughs> well that not actually so knocking funny. on their door but knocking on the door with social media that's funny you're like one day you just wake up and you're like okay yeah today's the day I'm gonna go out and get some yeah. business yeah and I did a poll with one of them and I said you know which one's bothering you the most and the third poll item was having a, an accountant bother you asking for services every three months. Yeah. Well, she hasn't answered yet. She's one of these people that doesn't open her phone very much. Anymore. Right, right, right. So I don't know. So how do you get your business primarily? Different ways. Yeah. Um, Ignite are quite significant because I've offered my services there. Okay. Free because it's part of development. Okay. And I've just talked them into saying, right, we're going to, each of us volunteers are going to choose somebody and, groom them yeah whereas before they had to come to us and that didn't happen mm -hmm. um and i used to pick on the most proactive member of ignite and mm -hmm. then she produced a client right out of the blue mm -hmm. i was expecting to just help them on a voluntary basis and this was a real client okay so it's it's literally just a matter of juggling all these things it's you know, true there's a website there's a canva um free meeting link because i do the free meeting but everybody's too intimidated to do a free meeting really yeah Talk a little bit about that. What do you mean? Actually, not everybody. I've had about four people out of maybe 20. So, who, okay, so you're inviting the members in Ignite to do the free meeting. No, or the members, is it for the public? It's for the public. Okay. Yeah. And so you're saying they're intimidated. What makes you think they're intimidated? Um, there is one very lady who told me that she thought that they were intimidated because they didn't know which questions to ask and I thought that's excellent. Okay. So maybe I do my keep keep up with my polling and keep up with the concepts yeah. and keep up with doing it that way. Yeah. Because the person who came to me at Christmas was there was no hesitation. Right. So right. Canva meeting with so and so and I knew who it was. Right, right. Yeah. So. It's interesting because to me I'm trying to figure out or I wonder if you've given some thought about how, because I'm thinking a free meeting, this is like free advice, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? And how much time do you al allocate for that? 30? 45 minutes. 45 minute free meeting? Yeah. Should be should be good, wouldn't it? What? Yeah. And, and you're not seeing people. So how are you telling people that this exists? That's what I want to know. Because I feel like there's huge opportunity there. And in the call to action of my social media yeah yeah okay on my website okay no we have to do more maybe we need to tell people Giles because I think that that is um that's great who does that gives 45 minutes of their time and this is what it what in the meeting what is happening you're assessing people or yeah yeah just assessing what their needs are okay and usually by the time they call the meeting the ones that do get into the meeting have already decided they want my services. Services, okay. So that's quite easy. It's just getting them to the door. Getting them to the door. To and that's the hard part sometimes. And I yeah. think especially um, 
you know, when you're starting a business from going from working for someone nine to five and now having to go get the business, right. you have to be creative around how to do that. And usually yeah. accountants and creativity are like, yeah. <laughs> they're two separate kind of kind of things. And so do you find that is an issue? Because I'm hearing you talk about your social media and your LinkedIn. I'm like, look at Giles. You got all of this stuff going. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm reaching certain segments of the audience. Right. Um, there's a quite well-known person who kept liking my posts on Instagram, mm-hmm. and she's an unqualified accountant, and I, I work together with her sometimes. Okay. And she, yeah, we just find each other that way. Okay. Then I found another unqualified accountant who ended up going to work for the gas station. Mm. So suddenly her business is just full. Right. And she's got one client for right. the gas station. Right, right. Um, but I do have a listing on BDC. Yes, you I am do. one of the people. Yes, but I got only one query from a guy who wanted to meet me on the heroes' holiday. Yes, and he said, "What will I learn?" And I said, "Well, it depends what you don't know." Right, and we didn't really hit it off, so that never materialized. Oh no! <laughs> so it's almost like you know, you you it's trial and error. That's the one yeah. thing you just yeah. have to keep grinding and keep letting people know that you're out there and that yeah. you're available. Yeah. I mean, another thing that I think that can be useful is when we do have our um, QuickBooks courses and, you know, we have our accelerator program and we always are looking for guest experts. I don't know if you've participated in that. No, I put my name forward, but maybe you had enough people or something. Okay. Well, I know that that's something that I think would be great because these are people in this growth course who are looking for ways to grow their business. And the first thing, one of the first things we do is we do look at the the finances, right? Yeah. You have to, right? Yeah. Because you're using that as a way to forecast. And invariably, when we run that course, there are people who don't have financial statements. And these are businesses that have been yeah. in existence for at least three years, but some, you know, 20, 30 years. Yeah. Which is amazing to me that that is even a thing. Well, if you add another ingredient to that, that they're smugly doing their financial statements and they're making a complete mess of it. Mm. Um, one of my unqualified accountants that I worked with gave me this account from her client. He was merrily doing all this stuff that didn't exist. Yeah. And I said, well, where's this $30,000? Wasn't there. <laughs> so th- this is the, the client? This, doing is, the- this is the client who's doing the work for the unqualified person. Okay. And, you know, what's BDC going to think when you bring in the statements and... You think they've got thirty grand and they haven't? They don't have. Especially it. if they see my name on the account. So right. I'm, I'm I'm fastidious. I'm very thorough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a good quality to have, and that's something I think that you have to let people know, right? Yeah. Um. That yeah. this is something you you because that's one thing I think. Um. Not everybody. Right. <laughs> it should be an accountant because it, it you have to be thorough. You have to know where is this money, where did it go, how did it end up, and that sort of thing. And some people, like you said, will fudge it, right? It's like it's, it's the dangerous people who've got a voice in their head saying they've got to be good at everything, right? And they're good at nothing, right? So just drop your accounts and let somebody yeah. else do it who yeah. knows how yeah. to do it and who enjoys and doing I'm not, it. I'm not going to take all your earnings for life. I'm not going to, you know, I'm charge something but it's not it's not a lot and they often charge monthly right because that makes it easier for people yeah yeah i mean if you can get people on on contract so is that can you talk a little bit about your business model and what 
works for you and maybe whatever. So you t- said monthly. Yes. Yeah, monthly um, monthly accounts is something I'm good at. And if mm-hmm. they um, are two years behind, then obviously they're going to give me time to catch up. Yeah. Um, there was a very keen lady at Ignite who was in her late 40s, wanted to save her money, and I could not believe the length of her bank statements. But we're working on them to get them down, and we're four months behind now. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm saying, yeah, and I'm saying, just pay yourself out of your when you figure out how much money you've made, mm-hmm. pay yourself and put your private stuff somewhere else, so mm-hmm. I've got less bank accounts to work on. Right. And we're going to have something good going because she's made a start in saving money. Yeah. It's just a matter of making sure it's realistic. Right. Yeah. So yeah. those are the kind of things that you talk yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a- and I do. I spend a lot of time explaining things to people. Okay. Well, that's that's good, and I think not a lot of people would do that. They're like, look, you pay me to do your books. This is what I'm going to do. And then I think at the end of the day, the entrepreneur, they're not they're not any better off, right? right so there's right. no further understanding of what's required, and so maybe you go back into those bad habits, right? Yes. Yeah. So if you're saying you're willing to take the time to help people yeah. establish good habits, that's a great thing. Yeah, and many of them will just turn around at the end of getting the good habits and saying, you know, I don't really like doing this. And Can say, you do well, it? You don't, you don't have to. You yeah. Don't have to do it. <laughs> it's like, that's what I'm here for. That's Go what I'm here for. Because there's so many small businesses and there's so many things A involved. A lot with. of small businesses. Yeah. 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 That need help. Yeah. So you keep saying um, that you work with unqualified accountants. Can you talk a little bit about that and what that means because when i hear unqualified i'm thinking oh well i'm not going to get this person to do my books but what do you mean when you say that well an unqualified accountant is someone who hasn't got a certification with a accounting um board right and we had about six in bermuda now we just got the cpa bermuda Mm -hmm. and it tells everybody that you can do the um work right and that you're proficient Mm -hmm. and you're also account accountable because if you do the work wrong you know, go to the institute and they mm-hmm. give you a disciplinary action. Mm-hmm. Um, but having said that, the, some of the qualified accountants are, are quite keen. Um, one of them's learnt a lot off me, and she says that without me, she wouldn't be here. Mm. Um, but I wish she'd just stop putting off taking her exams. So know, yeah. So basically, an unqualified accountant has the skill set. They might have the skill set. But they just don't have the designation. They don't have the designation. Okay. They haven't sat an exam. Um, Bermuda's a humid place and loads of families and there's loads of stuff to do and it's very difficult to find the time. But it honestly is not as difficult to get qualified as people think it is. Yeah. And I will go to Barclay Institute and I will go to Cedar Bridge. I will tell them all this. You know, I don't know if there's a lot of people now who should be getting qualified but aren't. Mm-hmm or whether we now got gurus who just get qualified now. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I, and I don't want to, like, take yeah. anything away from it because it is it is difficult. Like, because to get your CPA, you have to take multiple tests, right? Yeah. It's not difficult. Listen, set, set coming from you, the account guru. Yeah. Well, of course I'm going to say it's not difficult because I passed it. But I, I sat on the ferry. I went right around the ferry, all around the Great Sand, looking at my notes. Because I had to do case studies. Yeah. And I had to say, right, what's going to come up in these case studies? And I learned all the things that could come up in the case studies. 
you know what that what you're saying to me means that you are the best person for the job. And so for those of you who are starting a business and looking for someone, Giles, accountancy tamer, is your yeah. guy because he said it's easy. And I've talked to other people who may have a difference of yeah. opinion. So you know what you're doing. Right. Um, and I, what's the best way for people to contact you if they're interested in hiring you? Okay. Um, telephone number 703-5958. WhatsApp. Look at my website, www.accountancytaming, taming, not tamer. Okay. .com. Okay. Yeah, just get in touch with me. Just give me a call and I'll... And www.callanlee.com slash accountancytamer. Okay. Do I have a business card? Having said all that, I'll put the business card on the camera and flash it at the telephone. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, you're joking. I do not. I keep giving them away. And well, that's good. That's what they're for, right? That's what they're for. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah. accountancy taming is the website dot com. Yeah. And then your telephone number, which is also your WhatsApp number, is is seven zero three five nine five eight. Okay. And then you have your Instagram or a Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah. Okay. All, all three of those. And they're accountancy taming or tamer. They're a tamer. A tamer. It's just the website. That's okay. Tamer. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. you couldn't get the. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody yeah. else had it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Giles, look, it's been great minding, minding our business today. Hopefully those who see this will understand that this is your passion. It seems to me that you are excellent at it and that you are willing and able to give affordable pricing for these services yes. because you don't have a lot of overhead. And so for anyone looking or seeking support right. with accounting, yes. I would say start here, 45-minute yes. free session. Yeah, like, exactly. why not, right? Exactly. And that's found on your website, right? Yeah, and even the youngsters, the 18 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds who never talked to an accountant before, Yeah, I'll talk to them. Yeah. And we're, we're going to get you involved in some of our programming. Our summer student entrepreneurship program is coming up. And okay. so um, you did mention that you would be willing yeah. to mentor. So we thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. But thank you again for coming on the show. Okay. And well, thank um, you. remember, if you don't mind your business, who will? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda Business starts here.